Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. And Odyssey Station. The Score! The one-two on the way. Swing and a miss, and the Cubs win the ball game. David Robertson strikes out Nolan Arenado. And the Cubs in 10 innings beat St. Louis by a score of 6-5. to five. What a finish. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score, of course. That was the final call yesterday. The Chicago Cubs taking the series against the St. Louis Cardinals after a 6-5 victory in the 10th. I lost some money on it. I literally thought the opposite. I said, oh, St. Louis isn't going to lose the series to the Cubs. Let me bet this money, despite the fact that St. Louis is, was like minus, I don't know, 200, I think, when I put them on there. But, hey, that's what happens. It's like a, a good way to lose money in that sense. Uh, but you know what? There are some good things to talk about with this team, despite what you may, conversations you may be having with your friends. And to talk about some of those good things, of course, we're talking to Cubs beat writer at the Chicago Tribune, Megan Montemurro. Megan, you follow this team often, right? And outside of this weekend uh, series win against the St. Louis Cardinals, so many people are poo-pooing on this team. What have been some of your favorite storylines that you're following or things that excite you about this team as you're covering them right now in the season? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the obvious ones the past couple weeks has been the emergence of Christopher Morrell, just the energy he brings. You know, he always seems to have a smile on his face. And beyond that, you know, he's shown that he's a really good player. I mean, he can play center field and is, you know, still learning the position a little bit at the big league level, but, you know, shows his athleticism. He can play pretty much anywhere in the infield. Um, You know, he has been trusted in the leadoff spot, which says a lot about, you know, the Cubs and and manager David Ross's view of morale as a hitter. Um, So I think that one immediately comes to mind. Another one, you know, Wilson Contreras has really stepped into the void left um, last year from all the veterans traded and, you know, the three the three from the core of that 2016 team. And, you know, he's been a leader, you know, and, and I think he's really shined in that role. You know, some of it has played out publicly with kind of what, you know, his relationship has been like with morale. Um, but, I, but you know, even behind the scenes, you know, he, we regularly see him in the clubhouse, you know, despite the losses, you know, if, if we need him, it, it hasn't been that hard to find him, which is always a good sign <laughs> for leadership. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's, he's clearly thriving and, and making the most of, you know, what is going to be, um, you know, his last year before free agency. And, you know, he's really thrived in the balance of catching and in the DH role. And, you know, it seems the, the freshness he gets from, you know, not being behind the plate every day has really been paying off offensively. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about Morrell, 23 years old, there's got to be something to be looking forward to if you're a Chicago Cubs fan. And then, of course, as you mentioned, Wilson Contreras just doing a great job. Joining us right now, on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, is Megan Montemurro. Um, you know, it's funny, you know, we, I, I do a, a Chicago White Sox podcast here for 670 The Score with Shane Reardon. And, and yesterday, I was talking with our producer, who's producing right now, Tyler Butterball, and we were talking about the, 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 the possibility of Contreras coming over to the south side 
well, what do you think? What do you think about that? Have you heard anything about that, or is that just a pipe dream that some some Sox fans have? Um, I mean, I can't say I, I've heard of anything like that right now, but I can understand why White Sox fans. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you see what he can do with his arm behind the plate, and really, though, obviously, offensively, um, you know, I mean, he he's a dominant hitter, and you know, right now, you could argue is the best. Um, hitting catcher in the league. Um, and so, yeah, I can totally understand why the White Sox or really any contending team would want him on the roster. And it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, with all signs kind of pointing towards, you know, him being traded at the deadline like the other guys last year entering free agency. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of return the Cubs get for him. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, obviously there are some. I mean, I, you know, they were just saying that you know Kyle Hendricks is going to be on some people's radars. What do you feel like the Cubs are are looking for in exchange? Is it just is it pitching? Is it position players? Is it or is it just youth and and, and more bodies in in the in the organization? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be definitely you know some mix of youth, but I also think they do need to acquire some guys that are closer to being big league ready or have big league experience. You know, you can't just keep trading for guys at low A or high A, um, you know, if you're intending to compete in the next two years, maybe, you know, like you need, you need to have, you know, more developed um, potential prospects um, in order to make that le- leap sooner. And, and maybe we learn more about where this, team is headed based on the haul they get if they load up again on guys in low A and, and high A who are you know far away from the majors and in, in some ways the lottery ticket um, but I also think you look at you know what they got last year for Craig Kimbrell you, you got two major leaguers and Cody Hoyer and Nick Madrigal and obviously that trade hasn't worked out quite yet as the Cubs envisioned but you know clearly they targeted in that deal big league players and so I think it's going to be interesting to see what kind of mix they get back. And, and obviously, Wilson Contreras is a big ticket item. Um, so you figure, you know, he's, he's where you're getting the most value. And maybe a guy like David Robertson, you know, there's depending on how many closers and veteran relievers really are available at the deadline, you know, he's another guy, which will be interesting to see what they get back for him. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to be getting in the hall. I mean, especially, like you mentioned, any team that's contending right now is going to want Wilson Contreras. I mean, he brings so much to your squad, even outside of his bat, right? It's just the sheer clubhouse presence. He's a winner. He's He's got a ring. He knows what it takes. So that's going to be big. And then and Kyle Hendricks, I mean, I feel like he still can get some – I mean, he could be like the Verlander-type guy, right, where it's like if you can get a veteran arm on your team who who's put in a position to play at a high level in meaningful games, that he's just going to step up – effort in in those moments right uh, who, who, um, but 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 you're right I mean they're, they're looking to get guys that are major league ready and they have some of them on their squad right now Megan so who, who do you think are some some guys that you could point to that you feel like all oh, these are, like and I'm talking about for sure like these this guy is for sure outside of Christopher Morrell for sure gonna be on this squad let's say in three years or four years when the window opens back up that they're really hoping for to, to take place uh, well, I mean, I think the first one that immediately comes to mind is Nico Horner. I don't know what position that might be at, but I mean, what he's been doing lately at the plate has been incredibly impressive. You know, he's shown a little power, but he's putting the ball in play, he's getting on base. And then his defense at shortstop for a guy that, you know, already has been a gold glove finalist at second base. I mean, he's been really impressive at shortstop. He's been their best defender. Um, you know, he's really taken to that position and been playing it very well. Um, so, you know, as long as he stays healthy, which is a question mark for him, but really, you know, any player, um, you have to you have to believe that he's somewhere on the next contending uh, lineup. And the other one that comes to mind um, is Keegan Thompson. I mean, he's it's not clear, I guess, at this point, you know, whether that might be as a starter or reliever. But so far, he's showing that he can handle both of those roles and be really valuable either as a multi-inning weapon out of the bullpen or as he's shown these last few starts and really outside of, you know, a clunker or two, you know, he's been really solid as a starter. So if you're the Cubs, you have to be encouraged what he, what he's showing and even to, to an extent Justin Steele um, and the flashes he's shown in the rotation. So, I mean, those are the three names that immediately come to mind on, on, as, you know, younger guys who certainly have a chance to be part of, 
the next contending team and potentially a big part of that, that team. Yeah, I think you're saying it right, Keegan Thompson. I mean, wow, he's playing phenomenal baseball. And if he can continue to play that way, he's definitely going to be a part of whatever the Cubs have in store for the future. Let, let's talk about um, off-season moves because you're right. I mean, obviously they're going to they're going to trade some guys. They're going to give back some assets. But in order to make your team better, you can also do it during, through free agency. And they've been reluctant to spend a ton of money on a bunch of guys. And, you know, obviously they did on the Marcus, Marcus Simeon move, or excuse me, uh, Marcus Stroman move. But do you think they're going to spend this money that they've amassed this offseason? Or do you think it's all talk in, in what the Ricketts are saying? I think that's the big question that I don't think anybody can really answer until, you know, we see what path the organization takes. I mean, it, it, Jed Hoyer is been indicating that you know the money is there when the time comes to spend which you know I, it'll be interesting to see if that happens this offseason and you look at the free agent class you know again there's going to be short stops there if that's where they want to invest you know Carlos Correa can opt out of his deal Trey Turner is going to be a free agent um, so there's there's an opportunity to, to add some impactful talent um, again the question is going to come down to are they going to spend the money because you know Pretty soon after next season, the only money they're really going to have guaranteed deals on the books are uh, Seiya Suzuki, Marcus Stroman, if he opts in to his final year of the deal, um, and uh, David Bodie. You know, those are the main guys that you're having uh, beyond next year, uh, other than Kyle Hendricks having an option year as well. So, you know, they're, they're really clearing the salary cap, uh, or I guess it's not salary cap, but the de facto cap. Um, so they have, they're going to have options to spend. And I don't think anyone can really definitively say whether they're going to until we see not only how these next couple months play out, but really the off season. Yeah. I, and I think, let's be honest, baseball is, Major League Baseball is much better when the Cubs are competitive. And, and, I, and that's coming from a Sox fan. I even I even think that people are paying more attention, you know, when you got some big names over there on the north side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score. Joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, of course, Megan Monomero from the Chicago Tribune. She's the Cubs beat writer. Um, you know, speaking of Suzuki, you mentioned him a second ago. Do you feel like when he gets back to, to full health, that he could be somewhat of a spark to this team? Or do you think that, you know, what we're seeing from this Cubs team is what we're going to get for the remainder of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think the the big thing is, you know, the expectation was this year was definitely going to be a learning year. And, you know, that first month, three, three or four weeks, you know, when he won NL Rookie of the Month, and you could see, you know, why so many teams wanted him and, and why the, the Cubs spent as much money as they did on him, you know, because he can – hit for power he can drive ball all over the field he's a great defender he has a, a gold glove caliber uh glove and arm and so i think you, you see what he can be there and then you know after that before he up until his injury you know teams were starting to adjust to him and you know he, he started taking some pitches that you know he would at least swing at and maybe foul off or you know put it in play um, and so I think it's going to be interesting to see how he comes out of this extended break. You know, he's in Arizona right now getting some live batting practice reps. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if he needs a rehab assignment um, and, and, you know, what a more realistic timeline is for when he comes back. But, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see if teams continue to attack him the way they were, um, you know, before he got hurt and if he has found a way to adjust to that. And I, I imagine – you know, there's going to be some rust from from not only the layoff that he's had, but again, he's still learning the league. He's still learning these pitchers. Some of them he's still facing for the first time in his career. So I think this year is really a learning year for him. And you know, pretty much that's what the Cubs have said, and and you know, are keeping in mind in any evaluations they have of him. And so I think that's something important to, to keep in mind going forward for the rest of the season. Yeah, and I think getting him back in is, is beneficial for everyone, the Cubs organization, so that they can get them in the lineup and see what they really have out there with their whole team, with their team that they have to see who could be important. But but also for Saya himself to, like you said, get those at bats in, see some of these pitchers, you know, experience that first year in Major League Baseball as he should. Now the Cubs, the Cubs definitely need him though. I mean, he's eight and sixteen in June so far, uh, and 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 July doesn't get any easier. Tough. I mean, Megan, tough schedule in July for the Cubs with some of the teams that they got coming up. And, you know, a lot of that and how they perform is going to have to do with how Rossi does as a manager. What, what do you think 
of his job, that, the job that he's done so far this year, in particular with the injuries, and then obviously dealing with a year where you know they're kind of evaluating talent and seeing where they want to go. Yeah, I mean, I know there's people frustrated with certain players getting playing time more than others in certain situations. I know a lot of that comes back to Jason Hayward, but you know, beyond that, I think you know, given the talent and the roster that he was given going into this year, I mean, I think he's done a pretty solid job. And I think you're starting to get glimpses of, you know, his in-game strategies. You know, you know, clearly I think one thing that's kind of emerged is he's willing to let pitcher, his starters in particular, um, you know, start an inning and let them go batter to batter, which, you know, can sometimes mean your reliever you're bringing in is, is coming in with runners on base. But I think it's an interesting dynamic and, you know, kind of a way for him to build trust with his pitchers. And, you know, obviously pitchers want to go as long as they can. And, you know, there's, a, you know, you can say, okay, here's your, here's your longer leash. Now you got to go do something with that. And so I think you're getting glimpses of how he's building relationships and trust with players. Uh, and um, I think that's stuff that pays off down the road. And, you know, I think when you're going through tough times and long, long losing streaks, like the Cubs have endured this year, you know, that, that's frustrating for, for any manager. And so especially one that has been on winning teams like David Ross has. So, you know, I, I think he's he's doing as well as he can given the circumstances. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, when that time comes as they transition from this, you know, rebuilding, retooling, whatever you want to call it, season into that next phase. You know, what, what does that look like? How does how does that affect how he changes either in-game decisions or just even managing behind the scenes? And so I think it's going to be interesting, you know, once this trade deadline happens again, you know, you're going to lose again some important clubhouse figures. How, how again, does he recalibrate from that? Ah, uh, Megan, you're nicer than I am. I'll tell you that with that assessment. <laughs> Me- Megan, it is, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, my gosh, I feel 10 times smarter about these Chicago Cubs after chatting with you. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to having you on again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Chicago Cubs beat writer at the Tribune, Megan Montemurro. You can follow her on Twitter at M underscore Montemurro. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score. Right after this, we go to the other side of the town. The Southsiders ready to take on the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And I'll tell you why I think the White Sox are going to get out of their little slumpy slump and turn it into a two-game win streak with Lucas Giolito on the bump. We'll do that right after this on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I can't sugarcoat it. Uh, I think they're the most disappointing team in, in baseball at this point to be under 500. You know, to give you some hope, uh, the Braves were about 500 halfway through the year last year and won the World Series. Tough to envision this at this moment, but they do have a lot of injuries and uh, certainly are underperforming. So you got to figure the best is yet to come, you hope, anyway. Go White Sox! Oh, why did, why did you play that? made me so sad it's Gabe Ramirez 670 the score that was John Heyman talking about the Sox being the most disappointing team I literally Tyler get on the mic I literally said the same thing yesterday during the podcast didn't I didn't I say that oh yeah you were like spot on saying that this basically you literally said that the Sox are the most disappointing team right now you could have taken my clip from our podcast yesterday I literally I said the same thing I said you look at any team in baseball all the teams that are performing right now that, that are, we're, we're, we're in a position to do well or make the playoffs, they're doing what they're supposed to do. The only ones that is it is the White Sox and the Phillies, for that matter. And even they're above 500. But, of course, the White Sox take on the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim today. I, I'm going to get into my rant about the game starting at 838. I, I don't know what the hell is going on there. Uh, but before I do that, I do want to remind you guys, myself – my boy Shane Reardon, the executive producer of Parkinson Spiegel. Uh, him and I, we do a podcast called Southsiders. Um, Tyler, our producer today, he's the producer extraordinaire of the podcast as well. You can make sure you go ahead and download that on the Odyssey apps. Listen, and, and we can curse on there. So if you're upset at the White Sox and you curse at your friends, imagine what we say on our podcast. There's no <laughs> limits. There's no limits on that damn thing. And trust me, we get as heated as we want to. Shane, even though he's sober, uh, he gets as angry as you'll ever hear any man when talking about one of their favorite teams. But again, the Chicago White Sox taking out the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim today. Yo, the game started 638. I Googled why. I literally went online, Tyler, and I was like, why do the Angels game start at 6.38? What a random time. But I, I'm, I'm assuming it has something to do with the fact that they're on the West Coast. You know, and, and so they have to find this time that, like, works with everything. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of because they gave no reason whatsoever on their website. Oh, if you just, think that's weird, the Cubs play the Dodgers next weekend at, like, 9 o'clock this time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. And I gotta be here for it. No, no, no. But the, see, see, see. This is the part. This is the point that I'm making. That's gonna start at nine o'clock. This game's starting at eight thirty-eight. What a random time! If I yeah, could curse, is really if this is the podcast, time. I'd be cursing about why this starts at a random time, eight thirty-eight. But hey, better for me. I got kids, so I need these games to get on as early as possible. Um, but I'm trying to win you guys a little bit of money on this game because, you know, most people will look at this game and say, all right, the Sox have been sucking lately. You know, no Syndergaard's on the bump for the for, for the for the Angels. But I'm telling you right now, the Sox are going to win this game. I already put money on it. You guys know I gamble every Saturday. Chalk talk. Catch me on BetQL Network with my boy Alex Gold. We got our show over there. You can listen to it on the Odyssey app or on Twitch. And I talk gambling all the time. I, I, I took the Sox minus one and a half. I think they need. I think they're they're a team that's going to be playing better on the road. They got too much pressure. Uh, I don't want. Okay, you know what? I don't want to say that because that gives them an out. But there's a lot of lot of hate. There you go. That's better. There's a lot of hate for the Chicago White Sox team, and, and they get a lot of it at home. And when they get to go, get away and and block out the noise a little bit, and here they they get to start this uh, three game set with the Angels, and Giolito's on the bump, and he's been hearing it. He knows he pitched like crap last time uh, he was out on the, on the mound, and he, so he's going to be performing better. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, the team, the lineup's back. I mean, I, they need to score some runs. They didn't put up a, any, for that matter, against a, a lowly Baltimore Orioles team. But uh, against the, the, uh, the Angels, Sox are plus 120 right now. Only 25% of the money. This is first of all, if you're gambling, you should just always be focusing on that because the favorites don't always win. Because if they did, everyone would be millionaires, right? So socks are, are plus 120, but only 25% of the money that's out there right now is on the Chicago White Sox. But this is the, the thing to pay attention to: 80% of the money is on the White Sox using the run spread. One and a half. I think that's something to pay attention to. But Noah Syndergaard is the real reason why I feel like the White Sox are going to go ahead and win this game. Uh, his, his last couple of outings, eh, 
Not necessarily a good one, even though Syndergaard, I feel like I'm just tired. Get on the mic, dude. I feel like I'm repeating the podcast from yesterday when I'm talking about this game that's about to start right now. I'm about to go over his game log and then complain about how I wanted Noah Syndergaard on our roster. Yeah, yeah, you did mention that in last night's episode. <laughs> it almost feels like deja vu for me, but that's because I was with you, and so right. everyone else hasn't, uh, unless they listened to our episode last night yeah. or this morning. Make sure you, make sure you download it. But uh, look, Noah Syndergaard, he's lost his last four games, guys. He's lost his last four games. Gave him five run runs, uh, gave him five runs in total. Uh, his last outing against Kansas City, only pitched four and two thirds. Game before that. And he got mollywopped by the Yankees uh, at the end of or at the beginning of June. So I feel like I feel like he's going to get on the mount. He, he's not a guy that has something to prove against the White Sox. Like, oh, they didn't pick me up, right? So I think it's just going to be more of the same from him. And Giolito, like I mentioned, man, even though he hasn't been necessarily pitching well, get him out to the West Coast, baby. You know what I'm saying? Make him make him feel good with the palm trees out there. Get him back to his get him back to his roots and what he's what he's really feeling feeling good about over there. You know what I mean? He's from Santa Monica, California. So, you know, when the hometown kid makes it to his hometown state, he's got to be pitching well. These are things you got to be paying attention to when you're gambling. It's the small things. If a guy's going to bounce back, where is he going to do it at? In his home state. This is where you really got to be paying attention to to someone like Giolito and, and who he can do, uh, what he can do if he's on the mound today. But his last games too, man, Tyler, just brutal. I mean, I've been seeing all the metrics about like some like worst five game stretch of his uh, career or something like that. His last game against Toronto on the 22nd, 11 hits, seven earned runs, only three strikeouts. That's the part that's the most concerning, Tyler. Only three strikeouts, three strikeouts in his last two. Uh, three strikeouts each in his last two outings when he's typically in like the 7-8 range. And so you wonder what that really is right there and, and can he really bounce back and only five innings pitched as well. What what, what do you think? I mean, if you're like, as a, and you're a Cubs fan, I know, I know, but I got I had to talk about the Cubs last segment so you get to talk about the Sox right now. A guy like Giolito, I mean, what, what, what's your take on him as a pitcher as a whole? Well, so this season, he, he just... He kind of went down, like not downhill, but he, no, no, no. He, I want to know. I want to know your thoughts on Giolito. Like, just as a guy, like, like let's say if someone was like, "Oh, Giolito's facing your Cubs today." Like, are you like, eh, I'm not worried about it? Are you like, oh, damn? Like, I want to know what your thoughts are of him as an outsider. You know? I mean, from how he's been playing so far, I wouldn't be entirely worried. <laughs> I mean, if you look in away games, he's got a pretty high ERA. He's five point seven seven ERA. But he's got 46 strikeouts, so that's pretty solid going two and two from away. So, I mean, he's played solid uh, on the road, but, I mean, this isn't the, the, this isn't the Giolito that we've seen last season. Like, I kinda, he kind of seems like he's right. digressed a little bit compared from what he was last year. Dude, he's given up nine home runs in his last five games. That's crazy. That's that is a crazy oof. stat. Nine home runs. But, again, I, you know, I was talking about this yesterday on the podcast. Again, make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe. Southsiders, myself, Shane Reardon, on the Odyssey app. We talk White Sox baseball in a in an unfiltered way. But, you know, I, I do feel like he's a guy that can bounce back. I mean, I, I understand. You know, he's got to have a chip on his shoulder, and he's a gamer. And he genuinely loves this team, wants to win with this team. And I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for him to do just that get the era down a little bit prove to yourself who you are as as, as a professional pitcher on the chicago white Sox team and that you know you're the eight dude we need you to be the ace i don't want to be depending on i like kopech i don't want to be depending on him right lance lynn we saw what happened when the white Sox had to depend on him in the playoffs didn't turn out too well right and you cannot Please, for the love of God, even though I love Cueto, you cannot be banking. On a, you, now you sound like the Bears pulling off Jason Peters at the last minute to fill your left tackle position, you know, and hoping that you can, like, you know, throw this Hail Mary and, and get something out of the well. And, and you just can't bank on it. You, you want it there. You could be a great four fifth starter, but you don't want to bank on it. So you need Giolito to step up, and, and there's no time like the present. You did hear John Heyman at the very beginning of the break say that the Atlanta Braves are hovering right around 500 at this time last year, and they ended up winning the World Series. Now, that's fool's goal to believe in it, but I love it. I love it because it gives me an opportunity to be positive about the White Sox team, and I am. 
I look at a guy like Giolito and I say, okay, he can be the guy to turn this thing around because if he does come and give you a dominant performance, maybe give up a run or two, not the seven, eight, four, two, six that he's given up in his last five appearances but if he can keep it to one or two and give your offense an opportunity you know they're not playing well we know that but if, if you give them an opportunity to to pull out this first game of the series it's going to do a lot now of course you got to deal with Shohei you got to deal with their roster but you got to also deal with the White Sox team who, who, who can I, mean, I know people are listening right now and they're like Gabe don't you know the White Sox offense has been absolutely horrendous yes yes I do know that but I also am a homer, and I have a homer heart that beats loudly. And in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that these guys are eventually going to bounce out of it and, and, and get to where they need to be. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up uh, the lineups for today. Of course, you got T.A. Uh, at the 1, Vaughn at the 2, Luis Robert and Abreu, 3-4. And then they got Pollock Sheets, Zavala, uh Harrison, and then Lennon Sosa playing today. Who, I mean, I'm glad he's getting some tick. I and mean, it's, it's unfortunate that it's under these circumstances. And obviously he's under a microscope now that Tony La Russa isn't playing him as much as fans want. But, I mean, that's a lineup that should be able to... Tyler, am I wrong? Okay, I told you this. I asked you the question about Giolito. And you said you're not worried about him. But when I read off that lineup to you, does that not instill any fear at all whatsoever? Well, see, this is the problem. Is that oh, this, this line... <laughs> no, <laughs> this lineup... They should be okay. a great lineup, but I mean, and now with having Tim Anderson back, I would like, and like how we said last night, is I figured that with having Tim Anderson back, that was going to be the spark to get the Sox team back uh, on track. But we did not see that last weekend, as it was kind of they got poo pooed all over yeah. by the Orioles. So, oh I mean, my god! I think <laughs> I think eventually. I mean, I, I don't want to say it because, I mean, you don't, you never know. But say I mean, it. I was say it. Say, <laughs> I was going to say, eventually, I think they'll find their click and get back on track. But, I mean, I just don't know with how La is, is running this team. This is the game. I don't want to put it on La Russa anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of everybody bashing them. And, and, yeah, granted, he's a terrible coach making bad decisions. Yes. But I'm, I'm trying to put the onus back on the players. Uh, we cannot be, sh- you know, LaRusso's not bad in one through nine, getting shut out by the Baltimore Orioles, scoring one run in two games against them. That's nothing to do, that has nothing to do with, with, with LaRusso. That has everything to do with the White Sox offense and their inability to score runs, inability to have timely hitting, inability to get on base and, 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 and get these guys over. And, and that has to be on the players. So I'm putting it back on them. And, and I'm expecting, expecting them to play well today, well enough to go ahead and get this victory. So I'm telling you right now, make sure you guys go ahead and put some money on these Chicago White Sox because I'll tell you the lineup for the Angels. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Ward, Trout, Otani. That's it. One through three. That's all I'm worried about. After that, McKinnon, Walsh, Renfro, uh, Stacy, Marsh, and Velasquez. I ain't worried about those guys. Zero. You know what I am worried about, though, really quickly before we wrap this thing up? What's that? The amount of, the amount of home runs that this team has. Nobody in the lineup that I just uh, read for you for the Chicago White Sox has over 10 home runs. Not one of them. Not even Jose Abreu. He's stuck at nine. But when you're looking at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, they have four guys that are over 10. Mike Trout has 22 home runs. Jesus. Jesucristo. 22 home runs. Shohei was 16. Walsh, 13. And their leadoff guy, Ward, got 11. So, again, four guys with over 10. We got zero. Not even one. But hopefully that could change today. Maybe Jose Abreu will tack on a long ball. Of course, that game starting in just two minutes. 
uh, Sox versus Angels. Make sure you get your bets in early because I'm telling you right now. I'm not guarantee. I'm guaranteeing it. Sox winning today. I say it's gonna be like maybe like seven three, seven three. Book it. Ooh, take this clip and put it in my promo next time you're producing the show, Tyler. All right. I got um, you. Speaking of fantastic clips that should be in promos, Kyle Long. Our Chicago Bear alumni, he had a chance to sit down with Parkins and Spiegels today. And they did anything but where they talked about anything but why he was famous. And there are some absolutely phenomenal gems that you are not going to miss. We're going to play that right after the commercial break. I'm Gabe Ramirez, and we're going to do it on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. And, you know, we've been talking Bulls, we've been talking Cubs, we've been talking Sox. But one thing we haven't talked about yet, the Chicago Wolves. They finally brought a championship back home. I think it's been like a decade since they've won. And they're having a rally. Dude, I want to go to the rally. Beer in, in, the, in the parking lot of Allstate Arena. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Uh, the rally is going to be taking place Tuesday. Doors open at 430 and the Wolves are going to be celebrating their fifth Calder Cup. That's incredible. The championship with a rally at Allstate Arena. You're going to be able to meet the players. You can get your picture with the team and the cup, which we all know how fun that is. Again, doors open at 4.30. Let's go, Wolves. Congratulations. Feels good to have a winner in the city, regardless of the sport, right? All right. So, again, uh, coming up in just a second, we're going to play that Kyle Long interview. He was on with Parkinson Spiegels. And he, he shouted out one member of our score staff, uh, Shane Reardon. You're going to be able to hear what the number one thing he has in common with him. We'll play that in just a second. But before we do, got to say my thank yous, man. A big shout out to Sam Smith for joining the show today, of course, from Bulls.com. And, of course, Megan Monomero from the Chicago Tribune. Uh, also, a big thank you to the producer, the man that's holding the whole thing down, Tyler Butterball. My guy uh, doing a phenomenal job uh, producing and making me sound better than ever from home today. Isn't that something? Uh, But now we must and we will uh, have an opportunity to listen to one of the uh, most outspoken alumni the Chicago Bears have. He is Kyle Long. We all know why he's famous. But in this particular interview with Parkinson Spiegel, they did a segment called Anything But. It's where they talked about anything but why he was famous. Here it is. Enjoy it. Have a great night. Kyle, my, I'm going to text it to you right now. My son, the older one, two and a half, uh, comes to the golf course. He brings his little club. He'll take a couple of putts, but obviously he's just whacking the ball. And then he just chases the ball around or lines him up on the green. And for Father's Day, yeah, the, Shane and the guys get mad at me. They, they think I'm just playing fetch with my son. Like that, I, because that's what you're doing. I chip the that's ball. Awesome. I'm looking at the picture right now. That's great. Yeah, and then, and then for Father's Day, he got me personalized golf balls to say Daddy and Owen. And there are golf balls for when we go to the, the practice green. It's the greatest thing in the world. I cannot wait for Father's Day in like four years, playing around with them in the morning and then watching the U.S. Open in the afternoon. It's going to be the greatest. It sounds like you and I are on the same wavelength where we're not trying to get our kids to be in the Live Tour or the PGA Tour or the LPGA Tour. We just want to have a buddy to hang out with and do things with because, uh, you know, you, you want to. You want to be able to take the kid away from mom for a bit so mom can go do her thing. And maybe our thing can be golf. Who knows? But uh, we'll figure it out in time. That's exactly uh, yeah. right. Like Golf, when I go by myself, my wife is like, that's a really selfish hobby because then she has to do everything else. But, but golf, when I take the kids, I'll, I'll be a hero. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We're talking to Kyle Long. It's the anything but football, or in this case, football, but the anything but interview series. He'll be back on uh, the other pregame show on CBS Sports Network. He's doing the Greenlight podcast uh, with his brother, Chris. Are you a part of the water bottle or the, the bottled water rankings or is that is that all Chris do you have input I thought all bottled water was the same so I can only claim ownership uh, on opinion of any of the podcasts that I physically sit in on Chris does a lot of lists that I'm not uh, under the umbrella of okay and I want to be sure that that disclaimer is out there that we are two separate human beings and uh, hopefully I can represent my opinions fairly in the court of Greenlight podcast when I have the opportunity but uh, essential water is what I drink this is not a sponsored ad, uh, but it's really good, and, you know, it's not on his list, so it's not my list. 
Got it. Are we? Are we? Are, are you guys conscious that the whole thing is a racket? That it, right? Because it is right. It, it feels ridiculous. They're charging so much, basically for the plastic. Or is that even in debate? Well, the, the, the irony is that I uh, that I drink out of a well that's on my property, um, <laughs> and I just like to kind of troll the uh, the easily marketable. That's very. That's very smart. Uh, were you proud? disgusted, alarmed, or what feelings did it elicit when you found out that our mutual friend Shane Reardon got a, got ejected from a men's league softball game? Well, first, I wasn't surprised. Um, no. You know, he's an emotional guy. He wears it on his sleeve, and by sleeve, I mean he's got his tattoo. His tattoo is just, you know, it just tells you the guy's got a lot of things going on emotionally. Um, and you, you get a, you get a spot like softball. There's alcohol involved, and the emotions become heightened. Your personality becomes strengthened, and uh, sometimes it's not for the better. Uh, I just want to make sure that Shane is conducting himself appropriately. If there, you know, maybe children there or uh, elderly, who knows? Hey, hey, Kyle, what do you mean by I have a lot going on emotionally? I kind of want to explore that. What do you know that I don't know? Well, I know that I follow Shane and uh, on social media. He's a great follower. If you guys don't follow him, he's also a tremendous cook. Uh, chef, not a cook. He's not a cook. Correct. He's a chef. And um, he is really, really talented and entertaining on social. But I will say, huh. he gets, you can get under his skin pretty easily on social. He, he reminds me a bit of myself who wears my emotions on my sleeves as well. All right, I'll take it. Just because of the compliments. <laughs> You're right. I, I am very emotional and usually pretty sad on Twitter. <laughs> it's not sad. Well, it's the sad mixed with the angry. The angry sometimes covers up the sad. It's lonely. Yeah. Kyle, do you know any single women? <laughs> that, that was my next question. Do you guys know any suitors for Shane? Because somebody needs to share this uh, flambe with him and, uh, and all this stuff. Well, there's a story here, Kyle. So a couple weeks ago, Shane um, interacted with uh, a girl that he thought was cute at a toll booth on his way to Detroit for a road trip. And believe it or or not, on the way back, same girl in the toll booth. And they shared a moment and she propositioned him. She said, do you want to go get a drink sometime or go get some dinner sometime? And Shane said no because of her status as a toll booth operator. And we castigated him for that here. We think it's a missed opportunity and, frankly, a little judgmental on the toll booth thing. If if Shane were a smarter man, he would have uh, found out uh, where the nearest uh, rest area was. And you know what? It would There would have been nothing more American than, than that love story. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking about her working in a toll What bit. time is your shift over? Let's meet at the rest area. I'll get you some jujubes from the vending machine. They have, they have a, I heard they have a Starbucks bar that you can walk into, uh-huh. and uh, they might have a Wendy's on site. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Borrow somebody's Somebody. truck cab. I mean, we're getting we're getting it done now. See, missed it's opportunity. Summer time, man. Let, let, hey, let, let it breathe. You know, get outside. <laughs> Absolutely. The Anything But Interview series uh, with, with Kyle Long. So you're tweeting a lot about F1 and motorsports. Did you get hooked on it like everybody else through the Netflix series, or were you in before that? Yeah, I'm an easy sell. So make a Netflix series with some sexy-looking cars and yachts and, uh, okay. and flashy things. And I'm going to watch it. Obviously, I'm, I'm into the personalities that are out there as well. Uh, Verstappen is the son of a race car driver. And uh, I, I kind of became latched on to him early just because of that uh, alone. And he's obviously had a uh, ton of success here recently. George Russell is a guy that I like to watch because he seems like a SpongeBob SquarePants in terms of just he seems like kind of like the standard UK private school kid, but he is immensely talented. He's the new driver for Mercedes alongside Lewis Hamilton. And he was one of the only drivers to be top five, I think, for most of the races here. Uh, I'm on vacation, so I'm not watching. I'm not, uh, I'm not, if I'm up that early, I'm going to be golfing. Uh, that's what I've been doing a lot of. I, I once heard Joe Gibbs. Um, oh my God, is this too close to football? Um, he, he there was a football coach, then he owned a race car um, a team as well, and he said that the relationship between crew chief and driver was exactly the same as offensive coordinator or head coach, offensive head coach and quarterback. That it was exactly the same kind of dynamic. Does that make sense to you? 
It does make sense to me because there's usually one or two voices you're going to hear in the headset as a quarterback, or uh, I've never been a quarterback, but I know the OC or whoever's got the headset is talking to the quarterback, and the crew chief um, is responsible for making the decisions on when to bring the car in, uh, making the decisions on uh, what are we going to tell the driver uh, about the weather here soon, or are we not going to tell the driver? So you have to understand the ins and outs of the the psychological game as well as the performance of the vehicle and um you know there's so many minor subtle changes in the car and you have to be able to communicate that as the driver to your crew chief who can then have whoever it is in the garage make the adjustments necessary it's it's a wild sport i blew it um that's too much football i agree yeah i agree I, I, I'm, pe- I, I, I'm, I'm judging you I, yeah i know i feel it i feel it i, I deserve it i'm going penalty box go ahead Danny. uh well you, know, you said you're on vacation and then if you're waking up early you're golfing and you've been doing a lot of it how's your game game's getting better um you know i've been posting i've been posting more stuff on social and i'm kind of a seasonal amateur i guess uh i'm down finally into the low 80s and i have broken 80s for the first time ever this summer wow uh i got invited by an old frat brother of mine to play in a member guest at the yellowstone club uh in in big sky and it'll be my first time going to that part of the state uh we live in an undisclosed location in montana but it's not there um and it'll be a lot of fun it'll be my opportunity to compete as a golfer and really not be there for a social deal and just be there to play golf. I'm really excited about it. Probably my coolest golfing experience ever was last year at Big Sky, actually, where they played the match with uh, the one with Mickelson and Bryson at uh, at Moonlight Basin. Have you played there? No, I haven't. I've never even been there. I mean, I, it's like it, it seems like a fantasy world. It's so beautiful there. Yeah, it is completely outrageous. It is it is. It is worth it to make the trip if you need someone to. My buddy lives like in that subdivision over there, so that's how we can get on the course. So if you are interested in in playing, let me know because I'm sure he'd love to go out there with you. It is, it it doesn't even make sense, man. Like you 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 can't walk the course because there are some drives between holes that are like five minute drives in golf carts up the mountain. Like it it is a show course. They have a 777 yard par five. It is completely ridiculous. If there's one thing about Montanans, and I mean this in the best way, is they are showmen. <laughs> Wait, give give us a little more on that. What makes the Montanans well, show people in the same in the same light that you see the Monte Carlo Grand Prix being an absolute spectacle? Mm-hmm. Some of these some of these gorgeous towns in Montana that are four season towns with ski resorts and lakes and rivers. They do it right. And, I mean, the, the people that have been here for a long time have preserved, um, when I say showmen, they're showing out what they have to offer, which is not only are they great folks, but you look around Montana and you saw it with your own eyes. It, there's nothing like it anywhere else in the country. I mean, you have to go to a few national parks to see stuff like this, but it's right out your back door here. Yeah, I went to Glacier for uh, my birthday a couple of years ago and just was blown away. It's like... That maybe that's why they're arrogant because it's just so damn beautiful. Yeah, because they're right. Yeah, because they're like, <laughs> hey, look around. You can't be any place better than this. Uh, swam in a lake that you could drink the water, and it was that's how fresh it was. I'd never had that experience. It was cold and delicious, and also swimming in it might not be healthy, but it felt good. Well, the water the water for the most part runs right out of Glacier National Park, and it's got glacial silt in it, which gives it that kind of green blue tint um and it's see-through water you can read a newspaper at 10 feet down uh it's it's spectacular for for those of you who want to go don't go to montana never come here (laughs) (laughs) right because we'll never leave keep it a secret Uh, when's the last time kyle that you uh reared back and threw a baseball as hard as you could that's not football right i think i'm okay i I have not thrown a baseball in a long time i dated a girl in junior college uh, in Santa Ana, California, and her brothers were men's league baseball players. They invited me to play, and I pitched. I threw six innings. I think I gave up a few hits. It was kind of frustrating. And, uh, yeah, that was the last time I pitched. What's Kyle Long's drink of choice? Drink of choice. Whatever's coldest. Um, and I know that some beers that will remain unnamed have been recalled here recently, and I've seen it on TikTok. I'm sure Shane can pull that up. But, uh, 
Yeah, I've been drinking whatever's coldest. Say again? He's been drinking whatever's coldest. Oh, okay. Um, how, how about of the spirits variety? Are you a brown liquor person over uh, one big ice I cube? Lo- I, lo- I love a good whiskey, and I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind splashing a little cola in there sometimes. Um, but if I am just doing a gentlemanly Shane hangout, I'll go just whiskey on a on a big block rock. A gentlemanly Shane hangout. Do I drink that often that yes. drinking bourbon yes. has been turned into a gentlemanly Shane hangout? That's kind of messed if up. I have, if I have beard oil in, I'm going to put in one of those ice cubes. <laughs> You're a brand, Shane. I think according I to so. Kyle Long, it's tattoos, Time bourbon, cooking, and, and loneliness. I was fascinated by oh, the... Well, yeah, no, the, the tattoos belies a lot of emotions, you said, right? Didn't you say that earlier, Kyle? That like, He's telling a story. Yeah, seeing the dude with lots of tattoos, there's emotions going on. Why Why do you think that is? Does it hurt a little bit to get the tattoos, but you feel like you deserve well, it? I What's happening? That, I, I think that if you get tattoos, you're begging to be understood, um, you know, and you, and you want to paint a picture. You want to give hints, but not all the hints. It's kind of an esoteric deal. Is it that, or am I just trying to cover up my insecurities? Mm. That's the way I look I at love, it. I look at the no, beard. Whatever it is, you are good enough, and I love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better than any therapist I've ever had. <laughs> Kyle, thanks for kicking hey off guys, the anything I'm gonna, but interview. I'm going inter- to lose you here. I'm going to lose you, but I love you guys, and I really appreciate you taking the time to hear me and being my therapist for the day. Absolutely. No, we we're just going to let you go, man. Let's play some golf and drink some whiskey next time you're in Chicago. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.